Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. minutes after 12 Nirvana kick things off good music choice boys good music choice telephone numbers 0800 150 811 Mark Watson with you through to 4 o'clock we will be taking your calls this hour the temper bed post text machine 8833 looking forward to having your company we've got Kieran alongside of us we've got Niv some people describe it as the dream team we describe it anyway as the dream team um, yeah we will talk some NBA basketball this afternoon we will talk some Q Sports, one of New Zealand's best pool players, about to head overseas to the World Championships in Poland, then to Las Vegas to play in the Nine Ball and Ten Ball World Championships, and then the Las Vegas Open. We all remember the movie The Hustler, The Colour of Money, big, big sport internationally. Probably in this country, we tend to follow maybe snooker, historically, a little bit more than the sort of the American form of the sport, but nine ball is the sport that is sort of the global point of view. Matchroom, who own the darts, who own snooker, have just taken over nine ball. Uh, big, big sport in Asia. So Sullivan Clark, out of Sacred Heart College some years ago, one of the real emerging talents in this country. We will chat to him. Ian Jones on the programme, former All Black. He, along with Mike King, former triathlon world champion Rick Wells, are looking to raise money and awareness of mental health. And they have a really, really big 16-day adventure that they're about to embark on, which will see them basically swim, bike, run, possibly kayak, possibly need to even hitch a ride if things don't go well from the top of the North Island to the bottom of the South. We will talk to Ian Camo-Jones about that after 2 o'clock. But I was talking to um, Kieran and Nev, and I came in today and they said, Mark, what do you think about eSports? And I was like, well, what do you mean? E-sports? E-gaming? Is it a sport? I guess that's the first big question. Is it a sport? It's not a sport, is it? Not in the true sense of the word. And I know there are other things out there that you go, well, is it a sport? Is darts a sport? Is Q-sports a sport? E-sports, is it a sport? And why should it be, given sports status? And should it be at the Olympic Games? I hope not. I think it would just bring a disservice and not enhance the Olympics, almost discredit it. 
I can't imagine, in my opinion, someone winning the eSports Olympic Games gold medal deserves to get the credit over, say, someone winning the bronze in the men's and women's marathon. See, I think of eSports and I just sort of think of overweight kids sitting on the couch, eating twisties, drinking Fanta. And sort of coming from a, a little bit of a Liberian background, you know, you'd give them the name Ernie, and Ernie would be sitting there going, Mum, Mum, can you get me some twisties, please? Mum, I need another Coke. Oh, Mum, 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 I've got a little bit of arthritis on my thumb. Mum, I've been here for six hours. Son, would you go out and get some sun? I can't get any sun, Mum. I don't want to get sun. I just want to play my video game. What about going out and getting some friends or a girlfriend? No, I just want to play my video game. This is my friend. This is my girlfriend. Esports. Is it a sport? Oh, 800 Hey, look, a little bit of tongue-in-cheek there. Um, I don't like to stereotype anybody, but that's that's automatically what conjures up in my head, to be honest. It's like if I hear see anybody on my weightlifter, I think, oh, yeah, great. How are the steroids today? Elite road cycling, I've got to say, there's a little bit of that that goes with that as well. You know, we all have these sort of perceptions of things. You know, I think of rugby players, I just think of spoiled brats these days. I used to say of cricketers, you know, their definition of a warm-up was a cigarette, the definition of warm-down was a beer. Some of those things have changed. Esports, is it a sport? Someone tell me why. I've got an injury. What'd you get, arthritis in your thumb? <laughs> oh, I split a nail. Could you imagine commentating? Well, you know, he comes in here. Well, this is just remarkable. I mean, he sits down here at his gaming console. You can just see the tape across the thumb. You know, he was here the other day. He was up against Johnny Chang of Korea, the number one seed in the world. And before you know it, he just slips, splits the thumb. And really, ever since then, he just hasn't quite been able to get to the grenade launcher at stage three. And that has cost him valuable points. Does it work? Oh, 800 is the number. Uh, this weekend, we've got the Sevens in Hamilton. It used to be the hottest ticket in town when it was in Wellington. Dress up, go and have some beers, have a good time. It was basically rugby's equivalent of what darts has become. And darts is a global sensation. But then, but then the fun police came along. The minority that sit on the left that tell everyone else how to live their lives said, we can't do that. There's people drinking. I saw somebody urinating in the street afterwards. And so then all the little do get is good on and the little woke society jumps in and we shut it down. And we bring it back with limited alcohol and take all the fun out of it. And yet those same people, those same people that complained about it, didn't bother turning up. Still don't bother turning up. They just moved on to shutting the next thing down. We, in this country, need to stop making out that mankind is perfect. We are flawed Market events around our floors. People like to drink. People like to dress up. People like to streak. Let them do it. State of Origin was a better product when we allowed the Biff. They promoted the Biff for years. They still promote the Biff. Mate against mate, state against state. You know what your answer is to all these people that go, yeah, but what message are you sending to kids? Well, firstly, if you live in New Zealand, your kids shouldn't be up at 10.30 watching Origin to start with. Secondly, all you simply do is say to your kids, we don't condone that. If you want to fight in rugby league, you get yourself good enough to get to NRL level, make Origin and go for it. Similar to what they do in ice hockey in Canada. But what's your general take on this? And also, also, the whole game day experience... 
going to sports events in this country. What is it like? You know, I remember going to Eden Park and you'd go there and you're thinking, well, I'm reasonably healthy. I don't really want to have to buy a fat dog and fat sticks, i.e. chips and a hot dog. I wouldn't mind something healthy, so I'll take a salad roll in. And then you get there and the security guys are basically strip searching you. Out of one eye in the distance, you can sort of see, are they building the gallows there? It might, it feels like I've been caught for sneaking heroin into Singapore and I'm about to be hanged, but all I've wanted to do is bring my cellar roll and my bottle of water into Eden Park. You can't do that. Then when you do get in, there's no healthy options. Banks have got their interest rates out the front because you basically need to take out a loan to pay for the damn food. Now, it has got better, but what's your general, general feeling around the whole game day experience? Because sport... It needs to be just more than a sporting event now. It actually needs to be an experience.